So, you want to know how I met my friends? Not doing that either. <laughs> okay, so how I met my friends. I met Micaiah. I saw her in the room and I, another friend of mine, another friend of mine, okay, Hey, my name's Shay. No, I want to do a little Shay, I, but Shay just comes out. I'm like, what? <laughs> hey everybody, my name's Dawn. I was born and raised in Indiana. My favorite scripture is Joshua 1 and 8 and Romans 8, 28, that token scripture. My friends apparently describe me as the blunt one. Hello, my name is Kellen. I'm from St. Louis, Missouri. One of my favorite Bible verses is Jeremiah 29, 11. My C4C podcast mates and friends would describe me as driven. Hey guys, my name is Courtney. Um, I live in St. Louis, Missouri, which you will already know that if Kellen's video gets put in before mine because we're sisters and we live together. One of my favorite verses is Isaiah 40 verses 29 through 31. And my friends would describe me or the friend would describe me as the serene one. Hey everyone, my name is Lachey, born and raised in Indiana. My favorite scripture of all time is Jeremiah 29 11. According to my lovely friends, I am the sassy one. Hey everyone, I'm Jasmine. I'm from Indiana. My favorite scripture of all time would be 1 John 3, 1 through 3. My friends would probably say I'm the social one out of the group. My name is Josh McGee. I am from Anisha, Indiana. My favorite scripture comes from the book of Romans, chapter eight. I say my C4C friends describe me as the uh, comical one, but also the innovative one. Hey, my name is Micaiah, and I was born and raised here in Indiana. I don't really have a favorite scripture. Uh, my favorite book in the Bible is Colossians. According to my friends, I am the quiet one. Hey everybody, my name's Kenton. Everybody calls me KO. I am from Long Beach, California. Born there, but raised in Indianapolis, Indiana. My favorite scripture, I don't technically have one, but I do love Joe. A lot of my friends, they call me the techie one, the nerdy one. I do love all types of tech. How I came to know Christ. Um, I grew up in the church. My great grandma, she took me and my cousins to church from a young age and I never departed from going to church because I felt like it was the right thing to do, it was a good thing to do, but I wasn't going for a relationship with Christ to know him. Um, and I don't, I won't say that, that that part of me that was really searching and wanting to know him, that didn't come until after I graduated uh, college. Um, and that's when I began to question like, okay, what's the real reason I'm going to church and making this an active part of my life? Um, 
why am I doing this? And when I begin to ask those questions, I begin to get those answers from God. And it's been all she wrote ever since. I came to know Christ around the age of 20. I was at Vincennes University. God was convicting my heart of sin. There were some things about me that just wasn't right and God was showing it to me. And I came home from break one time from school and um, my dad had a book and I was reading it and uh, God was revealing to me how uh, hopeless I was without him and um, the truth of where I was headed without him. And he made it so real to me that I cried out to him and uh, he began to save me. I came to know Christ through this friend group, actually. Uh, in college, most of the time, I was actually agnostic. So I thought that there was a God or many gods. You know, at the time, you just try to think a lot of different things just to make yourself feel good. But I was, as I was around this group and as I met more and more of them over time, I began to feel different over time. And when I say different, I just felt better being around them when it was just all my own and just trying to figure out what was going on in my life. So after a point, as I became around them more and more and more, that feeling in my heart just wouldn't go away and it just kept eating away at me. So after some point, I just talked to Dawn and Jasmine about it and they told me how I was actually feeling and that I could give myself over to the Lord. So with Dawn and Jasmine in the middle of their apartment, uh, I gave myself over to the Lord and that's how I came to know Christ. I came to know Christ when I was in high school and basically what did it for me is just when I had a revelation of what it meant to have a personal relationship with Jesus, um, knowing that I could talk to him one-on-one, -on -one, uh, knowing that he's here for me and he's not, you know, just this figure in the sky that I could never reach. Um, and I just knew that it was that I could talk to him, you know, have conversations with him. Um, and ever since then, you know, it's just been growing since. So um, I was born and raised in the church. I looked up to my mom. She was this great woman of God. Um, her and my father and my community at the time instilled a really core foundation um, of the Bible and my faith. Um, one day I was in my room and I was just thinking and pondering on things. Um, mind you, I'm like seven. Um, I walked over into my mom's room and I said, Mom, I was like, I want to give my life to Christ. Um, and so I gave my life to Jesus um, at the age of seven in my mom's room, just her and I. Um, she walked me through a prayer of confession and stating Jesus is my Lord. And um, strange enough, that was all she wrote for me. Um, like anybody else, I've had ups and downs in my walk, but I'm one of those odd cases to where I gave my life young. That song, By the Truth, called My Testimony, um, was really how I felt. Like, I thought my testimony wasn't great because of how young I gave my life to Christ. But whew, if you stick around, you'll hear how that story unfolds. I came to know Christ as my Lord and Savior at the age of 16. At the time, I was an angry teenager, um, just mad about a lot of different things. A lot of it stemmed from um, family issues, um, which I'm sure you will hear about it more on the podcast. Um, but whenever my sister and I would go over our mother's house, that's a whole other story because our parents are divorced and um, they shared equal custody of us. 
um, throughout our childhood. So we would spend one week at one parent's house and one week at the other. But whenever we were at our mom's house, um, she and my stepfather would take us to church. And our mom used to make us do um, like weekly Bible readings. And we would have to write an essay about those Bible readings, um, you know, at the end of every week. So I was doing my Bible reading, but I was reading, so I can't remember what the book was, but it had the song Amazing Grace in it. I read the lyrics to that song. It's like, Amazing Grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found. When I read those words, it just hit me like a ton of bricks. Like it hit me like a ton of bricks and I remember just feeling this overwhelming emotion. <laughs> so I ran out into the family room because I was in my bedroom at the time. I ran out into the family room and I was like, mommy, I'm ready to give my life to the Lord. <laughs> and I'm crying. She starts crying. My sister comes out of her room because she's confused. <laughs> and I was, at the time, I was so confused by the emotions, but I had never felt that sort of release before of my emotions like it was such like a freeing feeling and i remember my mom recited a prayer with me for me to you know like verbally say i'm accepting christ into my life um i will say that in college i had a couple times where i was slipping in my walk with the lord but i never lost that love and that faith and that hope that I gained that day when I was 16. Like it was life changing. So I'm forever changed. I grew up in the church with my grandmother. I remember as a little kid, she always taught me about who Jesus was. I remember her reading Bible stories to me. Um, I think she actually bought me my first Bible. I remember her praying with me and teaching me how to pray when I was just a little kid. Um, so I grew up with the knowledge of who God was but I didn't know him personally for myself until I got a little bit older. I also grew up with pretty heavy depression. I remember even as a young kid, like six, seven years old, just dealing with depression. Even throughout my teenage years, I felt like I didn't have a purpose or I had no direction for my life. I really just, I just didn't know, uh, you know, where my life was headed. I at one point did attempt suicide. I wasn't successful, obviously, but I did attempt suicide. Um, I believe I was about 17 or 18 years old. But thankfully, I did grow up with a few Christian friends who were there for me uh, through all of that and who were able to walk me through certain things, even though I didn't fully understand who Jesus was for myself and what he did for me, I still had people there that the Lord was using to keep me. And when I was about 19, uh, I had one particular friend who called me um, and I remember she was talking to me about something that she was going through in her life. And you know, I was there, I was listening. But after our conversation, I remember getting off of the phone and thinking, how can I be there for someone or how can I encourage someone if I don't know God's word for myself because she, you know, she was a Christian too. So it actually pushed me to want to go and read the Bible. And I read it. Uh, I believe I turned to the book of Matthew and I just, I just started reading it. And it just seemed like in that moment, a light bulb just came on and everything just clicked for me. Everything made sense. And I was just in awe. I was like, oh, this is what you did for me. Now, now I get it. 
and I was able to build a relationship with Jesus and something in me just switched. I, I don't know how else to explain it, but I've, I've never been the same since that moment. So how I came to the Lord is um, I had a supernatural experience with him in college. I was born and raised in the church, basically. And um, when I went to college, um, I was, of course, labeled the good girl. And, and so I tried to fit in a lot of the times. I wanted to do with it, what everybody else was doing. And so um, I also had a lot going on, um, things I've experienced in, in my younger years, things I suppressed. And so I was dealing with all of this um, at once. And, and one night I, I just decided to get a bottle and drink, um, drunk so much alcohol. Um, that I ended up with alcohol poisoning and I almost I almost died. I had a near-death experience and um, my friends at the time, they did not call the police. Um, I was 19, everybody was scared. I was underage and they didn't want the drama of everything <laughs> involved. So um, I believe the Lord really spared my life that day. I ended up going to the doctor three days later and the doctor said that it was a miracle that I survived. Leaving the doctor, um, I still did not quite feel right in, in my head. Um, I was honestly experiencing voices saying that nobody loves you, that nobody cares about you, you're never going to fit in, you're not going to be this, you're not going to be that. And I heard these voices just say, just kill yourself, just kill yourself, nobody cares. And so at that very moment, I cried out to God, I repented, I was like, Lord, I'm sorry, thank you for sparing my life. And... Um, I experienced his presence and the power of God right then and there. Uh, my mind was restored back to normal. And um, at that point, I just began to see God more clear and experience him. And I, I gave him my life. Let's see, how did we all meet? So obviously I said that Kellen's my sister. Well, Courtney is my sister, so. I'm the oldest sister, so I've known her my whole life. I mean, no, not my whole life. She's known me. So we start that. What? She's known me her whole life. I've known her since I was a year and a half old. So that, you know, we're sisters, best friends. We live together, all that, you know. I met everybody through my sister, Jasmine. And uh, from then on, we begin our relationship and uh, we birth C for C. The first one, well, actually the very, very first one is my twin brother. We met in, in the womb. I met Micaiah when I was in fifth grade. Um, I think she was in sixth grade. Um, she came to youth group one night and I saw her across the room and my friend Brittany and I were playing about to go race or something. That was a thing. Um, and I was like, let's go talk to her. Um, and so we went over there and we talked to her and that was the beginning of our friendship. I met Don first. We actually grew up together uh, in the same church. I remember her from um, Children's Church, actually, when we were really little. She does not remember me at all, but I, I remember her. We didn't become friends until I think I was in sixth grade. She was in the fifth grade um, and we joined the youth group together. I met Don in high school and we played basketball together, soccer, and ran track together. I met Jasmine by way of my childhood friend Mariah. So she would come with Mariah every now and then to youth group actually. But it wasn't until high school that Jasmine and I actually 
formed a bond as a friendship. We were in sports together and together all the time in high school. We became friends, I moved to college, um, and through Don, I met Micaiah. I was second. Through Dawn, she and we ended up going to, we went to the same middle school together. When high school came, um, she went to one high school, I went to another. She went to high school with Jasmine. So I met Jasmine through Dawn, and I, I met Josh through Jasmine, they're twins. So when I was going to college, I needed a roommate. And my aunt and Courtney and Kellen's mom were best friends. We were both going to Ball State. And so they said, oh, well, why don't we see if they want to be roommates? And I think we connected on Facebook or something. It's like, hey, do you want to be my roommate? And sure, you know. Let me tell you, Courtney and I did not like each other at first. We just didn't. Um, we both have our own perspectives about how that went. A few months into college, like into our freshman year, we did not like each other at all. We had this conversation one night. We were up all night talking and we just realized how much we had in common. And it was like one of those crazy God-given connections. It just was a random night. And I still don't fully know how we clicked and started to become friends, but a conversation started and we realized that we had a lot in common. And I was just like, hmm, laying in my bed as we were having this conversation. I was on the lower bunk, she was on the top. And I was just like, huh. I like this girl. <laughs> and then ever since then, uh, we became friends and that's how I met uh, Jasmine and Micaiah and Shay. I believe I met Courtney through Dawn also. She was in college at the time. So she, Courtney was Dawn's roommate. Um, then Courtney's sister, I met her sometime down the line. I just really don't remember. Kellen. Um. When, when we went off to college is when I met Courtney and Kellen. I think I met the two of them at Dawn's orientation right before she went to college. Um, through Courtney, I met her sister, Kellen, um, and we hung out in college and that's when our friendship began as well. I met Dawn in college. She went to college with me. I met K.O. in college. And through Dawn, uh, Cordy and I met the extended group. And through Kellen, I believe, we met Kenton, which we love to call him KO. Um, through Kellen, I met one of our friends, Andre. Um, and through Andre is how we actually all met KO. Through Kellen, I met our friend Andre. And by way of Andre, we met our friend KO. A lot of us we met in college. Uh, I met Dawn there, and through Dawn, I also met Kellen, and also Courtney. Nope, that's wrong. <laughs> I met everyone in this group mainly through college, so through my friend Andre, I was able to meet Kellen and Courtney, and then through them, I was able to meet Dawn, and then through Dawn, I was able to meet Jasmine and Micaiah, and then as I started attending the church, I was able to meet Joshua and meet Shay. I think I was the last piece of this divinely designed puzzle. Um, I believe everybody um, else had already knew each other in some facet um, because, well, y'all hear their story. But, um, <laughs> and then uh, I started going to Jasmine's church and was introduced to um, Jasmine, Don, Micaiah, and they introduced me to everyone else. So yeah, I was the last piece. 
the icing on top. Who else after that? And I think that I missed somebody. And I know it's Shay. Shay, did she come before KO? Yes, she came before KO. We met Shay. She came to my dad's church one day. Um, because Don and Micaiah attended my dad's church also. And Shay came around 2013, I think it was, I believe. But after Shay, I think it was Kenton. That's how I recall. So my story might be mixed up and jumbled with like all my friends. I don't really know. I just know that I was glad that they all came into my life. And here we are now. Basically, we created this um, just to have a, a platform to share, you know, the goodness of Christ and to share our stories, um, our experiences, and just how Christ has moved in our lives and um, how he's helped us through, you know, different situations that we've, you know, gone through. We're going to touch on topics that are, you know, prevalent in today's culture and um, really prayerfully help others to know that, you know, we shouldn't be removing, you know, Christ from our culture and from our lives, but he should be in the center. Um, so that's really, you know, my hope for, for this platform and just being honest and real and transparent um, as we go through this and getting to know you guys, creating connections and, and everything like that. Uh, C4C is showing a lot of Christ to the world, spreading the gospel and getting into topics that are not usually discussed in the church setting. And we are going to just be uh, giving our testimony to how God has delivered us, how God has helped us in our lives, and also just showing our love for Christ. The best way for me to describe it is that I have a very close bond with my friends that is rooted in Christ. Um, and I believe that we just have a desire to extend that love um, and support and compassion towards the world um, and specifically bring people our age and hopefully maybe we get some people that are older or younger also um, to, to come to know and love Christ as well. What C4C means to me is Christ for everybody. Um, in my opinion, people put Jesus Christ in a box and I believe that we're here to tear those walls down. Christ for culture to me means to live a life that is pleasing to the Lord, uh, both internally and externally. Um, and there's a scripture that says, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and that you may glorify your father in heaven. And so I feel like Christ for culture symbolizes that scripture in and of itself um, for me personally, because I do want my light to shine before men so that they can see the only good work that comes from the Lord and so that he gets the glory. Christ for culture to me means shifting the culture, um, changing the way that people view Christianity. And I feel like Christianity has gotten so far away from where Jesus intended for it to be. So um, I believe that Christ for culture is basically just gonna shift some things back in order. C for C to me means literally what it says, Christ for culture. Um, 
I don't want to say I don't want to limit it to just Christians because I feel like we want to incorporate everybody where they're at. We want to meet people where they're at, but it's a safe space to have conversations that are tough, that aren't easy to talk about, that are real. Um, and of course, we're going to have, you know, biblical principle and everything. But I don't know. It's not like you're being preached at, but it's just conversations um, where open forum where you can be real, where you can be transparent. Um, and it's for the culture, not a culture, the culture, whether you white, black, man, woman, old, young. It's inclusive of everybody. It's going to affect the world if we just, again, go about understanding what that means. I think when we give Christ to the culture, is just kind of showing uh, them what he is, who he is, what he stands for, what he brings to our lives, whether we are saved or whether we're unsaved. Again, I came from a whole different background, and yet he still came to me. Culture is everyone. Culture is, again, those who are unsaved, those who are saved, Family, friends, loved ones, any as long as we can just bring Christ into the fold, he'll change you and he'll change you for the better.